timestamp for the AK-50 discussion, if that's the only reason you're here? Is it the 22-minute mark? Um, if you want to hear just that, go ahead and skip forward. I got bit by a spider earlier. Was it radioactive? It's, it's approximately like two inches above the mm-hmm. dick of my root. Like he's gonna get superpowers <laughs> called fucking gangrene. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! And this is how we're gonna start it. Um, welcome to the first episode of the Clone and Correct Classroom. We figured we'd start this one off right with AK-47s, first truly successful assault weapon. Um, with us tonight are the boys from the AK guy. So Brandon Herrera, all the guys from the shop. There's fucking 15 of us in this recording full room right now. So we're going to just go down the list. Go ahead and introduce yourself, a little bit of background, and uh, then we'll jump right into it. I don't know who wants to start first. Everyone's muted. Uh, who, who do you want to go first? You just go down the list, go from the bottom to the top, I reckon. Uh, so should we start with the the ones the employees that I like the most to the the least? Yes, That's yes, the yes. Way we should do it. Yeah. Do uh, do, can you rank your employees right now from least? Yeah, favorite I can. To uh, we could do like an S tier to like C tier, F tier. Yeah, we, I'm we could definitely do that. at the bottom. I wasn't gonna <laughs> say it, but no, you got Winston, so that that kind of brings it back around. His dog yeah. kind of helps a lot. Fucked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, uh, my name is Brandon. Uh, I run a. YouTube channel that is uh, kind of Z tier, but still somehow people watch it. And uh, basically, I, I run a shop that does kind of custom AK work called the AK Guy, and uh, I hire these ass clowns. Thank you. Welcome to the show, Brandon. Thank you for having me. It's an honor, an honor, and a pleasure. All right, all right. Now, what do you chuckle fucks go? Yeah, go, go someone, please. I'll right. start telling more dick uh, jokes. I'll go next. Um, my name's Eric. Uh, I'm a 24 year old uh, engineering major. Um, about to about to graduate. I was one of the Brass Valley guys in uh, 2019. Do a lot of CAD work, uh, a lot of design work, and stuff like that uh, with with Big Brand Dog. What would you call him? Right there. Uh, brand dog. Uh, it's a combination of Brandon and dog. It just kind of you know, rolls off the tongue. Because <laughs> he's from Jersey. You gotta, yeah, you yeah. gotta forgive him. He's from fucking Jersey. Uh, so no, brand yeah. dog is now a thing. Brand dog is a hundred percent a thing. And then there's also Stop our trying dog, to make brand is, dog uh, happening. It's not gonna happen. No, brand dog is happening. <laughs> make brand dog like, great like, again. There's, there's like five meme pages in here right now. Brand dog will be a thing tomorrow morning. I can. Promise Fuck this. me! I knew. This <laughs> and then there's also uh, there's also our dog, which is uh, Ryan. Ryan's yeah. name is our dog. That's me. I'm Ryan. I'm our dog. I guess uh, there are a lot of fucking Jerseyite sayings that you're gonna have to withstand for this podcast. Uh, God bless Eric. That's all I have to say. I'll keep the dog to a minimum. Oh, this is great. <laughs> we have because we have usually have a guy from New York here, and. Uh, we just I'll fully immer- We've yeah. We oh yes. Someone get him in here now. But yeah, the fight would be fantastic. I did a little research for this episode. Right, so I watched the Amazon special <coughs> or whatever. My question is, why did the AK get such a shit reputation? Like, where did this uh, come from? Because when it was first designed, it was made by 
blue and die guys like on their after like it was a really well made rifle the, the first one off where did it go to shit or where the reputation where did the reputation go to shit I think the reputation went to shit uh, because it was kind of the bad guy gun. First of all, it was like it was the symbol of communists in the Cold War. And it was a lot of propaganda. And then it was Vietnam where, you know, a lot of guys had a really bad experience with it. And they obviously didn't think back to the AK super fondly. And then a new generation of that came out with the, uh, the global war on terror, which is going swimmingly, by the way. Um, it's about as well, about as well as the war on drugs is doing. Um, but yeah, just, you got generation after generation where it was like the bad guy gun and it was dirty and you didn't want to be associated with it. And and a lot of FUD lore kind of popped up where like the AR-15 is unreliable, but accurate. And the AK is super reliable, but inaccurate. It's like both of those things are true, like to a micro degree, but honestly, nowadays it really doesn't fucking matter. The rifle can shoot better than any of you fucks. Yeah, I was about to say. So, and I think it's changed stuff. You see these new ones that are coming out of Russia and these advancements of it, the Israelis with the. I'm not going to jump into that yet on what is and isn't an AK, but I think that it's advanced to a point where it's minute. Um, what what defines an AK? What makes an AK an AK? All, I want all of you to answer this because then I'm going to throw shit at all of you and see if you think it's an AK or not, and I'm going to try and hurt your head. I think we're all going to have a pretty similar definition. Like, obviously, like, there's the look of the AK, but an AK to its core, like, long stroke, gas piston operated, rotating bolt, you know, the AK bolt face design, the two lug design, um, you know, hammer fired, uh, like, just all the features about the AK. It's kind of like, it's, what is that? It's like pornography. It's like, I don't know what how to define it, but I know it when I see it. <laughs> yeah. So, do you consider the Galil an AK? Uh, I do, yes. The hundred percent Galil's an AK. Milled AK, best AK. Oh fuck, we could start that. So milled, oh, no. so milled versus forged. Just so people don't. If we're okay, or milled let me versus break this forged down. or milled versus stamped. Ooh, or forged versus milled versus cast. Yeah, so we yeah. can we break this down real quick uh, from where I come from with AR receivers. The argument is forged receivers are so for people that don't know, metal has grains in it. And these metals in these great, like people say it's like wood. So when you do a forging, a grain of the metal moves with the forging into the shape of the uh, part that you're making. That means technically the grain of the metal is going to be aligned more with the shape of the part, making the part stronger. Now, from a machinist side of it, it's a lot easier to take a piece of billet material, a square block. And machine it accurately into a finished part. But a forged part, which is going to be a little bit harder to set up and get right, is technically going to be stronger because of the grain of the metal following the shape of the part. Um, it doesn't fucking matter really in ARs because it's aluminum. But I, I was just going to say, like aluminum, I figure wouldn't be as big of a deal as something that's like load bearing, yeah. like steel. Because like the yeah, AR-15 the- lowers and uppers aren't really as like pressure uh, uh, parts, uh, high pressure parts like the AK's receivers are. Yeah, you come to an AK, like I was about to say, you come to an AK and all of a sudden it's steel and it is taking pressure, it is taking a load. Like, what are y'all's thoughts on what makes a better receiver for an AK, like Forge Cast? Well, we, we all love something that can take a good load. Um, that's, that's for sure. Okay. 
I said it can take a load and instantly the oh fuck alarm went off in my head. I'm like, that's not okay. <laughs> now, anybody yeah. else feel like taking it? I, yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm a, I'm a big fan oh. of uh, Mildred suit. Oh, by the way, uh, I'm Josh. Uh, I'm one of the uh, other retards that works with these guys. Um, I'm from the Midwest, and I do machining and CAD and stuff like that. I'm here in corn-fed white boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. precisely. He's nice. literally from West Ohio, Cornland. <laughs> what is West Ohio? Indiana. It's, it's a place called Indiana. <laughs> Thank you. So much yeah, place you Ohio. never want to find yourself. <laughs> you guys don't there for the summer. Damn. They closed the goddamn bars at like seven o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> on a Saturday, which is horse shit. No shit. I was driving home and I passed a fucking pizza hut with a sign outside of it that literally just said, please help. Nothing fucking else. Literally just said, please help. <laughs> that oh, shit was fuck. pretty funny. But so those uh, are the true stories that we've had to deal with in Indiana. But we oh, also do it? have Winston. What, what, what was the Winston question? Is, uh... <laughs> oh, oh, uh, no, no, this is I'm fine. A, this is great. I'm a big fan of milled receivers. Um, they're probably my favorite uh, versus milled receiver versus stamped receiver. Uh, I'm a big fan of milled guns. Um, and those were from forgings as well. Um, I think actually we might have one of the original type three forgings that's been unfinished, um, which is I really cool. I don't cool. think it's an original, uh, Zach. I, or, sorry, not Zach, Josh. Uh, I, I don't think it was an original. I think it was uh, one of the DDI forgings. Ah, uh, gotcha. Can someone send me a picture of that? I want to try and picture how they set that up. Yeah, you can find them on Google. If you look up uh, 80% oh, yeah. forged uh, AK receiver, I think you can find them. Centerfire had them for a while. I think Centerfire is kind of like the Island of Misfit Toys with AK shit. They've got a lot of AK shit for cheap, and none of it is worth owning. <laughs> yeah, it's like Island of Misfit Toys, but the bad ending where everything is just garbage. <laughs> where they all get thrown into the oven. Kind of like another AK company, but we can't talk. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't care about talking. I, we can talk about it all you want. <laughs> so I had a friend that worked. Uh, I did a company that did uh, parts for Sentry, and apparently, now this wasn't AKs, it was another rifle uh, Sentry makes. Apparently, Sentry just said, if it works, we're okay with it. As in, we don't really how long? If it works, we're okay with it, was the exact words. And it's like, if you're a machinist, you're hearing, I can fuck this up a lot, and it'll be fine. And they're all depressed fit barrels. Yeah, what's, what's your tolerance? What's your, what's your tolerance? Uh, does it fit? <laughs> yes. We don't have does a tolerance because we just gnarled the barrel journal. Dude, seriously, we, we pulled a barrel on one of these Sentry builds, and both the trunnion and the barrel were gnarled to fit, and you could still, mm-hmm. I'm not fucking shitting you, grab the barrel assembly with your hand and wobble it up and down on the barrel pin. Fuck. That's gross. That's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> so... <laughs> Is that is that common knurling for a press fit? No, no, God, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, you're supposed to this. If you know one or the other, I'd be no. like, 
Yeah, you if you knurled one or the other, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You knurled both and it's still wobbly. I'm trying to. Yeah, you really fucked up somewhere there. I I say you can, but I mean that very loosely. Like, I guess technically you can do that. It's not uncommon. You can do it for like front sight blocks. uh, Is probably where you'll see it most commonly on AK builds. I know that Um, on M14s. Gas Uh, blocks or the fucking barrel journal? Like, hell nah, dog. Yeah, 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 no, mess things up. For on sure, like M14s then, and stuff, they'll like neural the uh, the Operod guide and stuff and stuff like that for pressing on that. Um, M14 cringe. So yeah, like on other guns and stuff like that, sometimes, but on AKs, that's that's fucking egregious. Like and one of the things that. that makes the AK different too in the way that it headspaces is that the barrel, uh, how far the barrel is pressed into the front trunnion, is what makes your headspace. So it's not predetermined by a barrel with a uh, like a, a barrel extension. So that's a real yeah. fucking crucial part to like not fucking knurl and make sure you got right because that's the part that stops you from exploding. Uh, anyone that doesn't know what knurling is, real quick, uh, go to a barbell or uh, something like that at the gym. The little diamond shapes in it, that's knurling uh, for any retards that are listening. Um, so I'm just trying to picture that in press fitting. So press fitting is usually like under a thou of clearance in between the two of the parts. At least where uh, the AK barrel press fit is like in it. I think it's around one and a half. Two yeah. is two is two is chunky. Like two is like you might be able to make it work, but I would not recommend it. I think one the lightest is, is like seven tenths. Yeah, the lightest you can possibly get away with is like seven tenths. Otherwise, it will just jump back out when you're done pressing, and then you lost your headspace, and it's annoying. Uh, people that aren't used to shop talk, seven tenths is seven ten thousandths of an inch. Uh, uh, 0.0007. People a gentle idea. Uh, human hair, about three to four and a half thou. So, so you you have really, a thou tolerance, essentially, on in between these two press fit surfaces and uh which i mean that's that's not a large tolerance range but uh still holy hell they know both sides it is such a tight tolerance that before (laughs) at a certain build course we had to uh throw our barrels in a freezer to get them to shrink the amount that we needed to press them in (laughs) i love this so (laughs) as a I was going to ask this because everything's like kind of com- brought together. You see an AR, everything's kind of, there's gaps, there's air around everything. Yes, everything's touching, but there's also larger gaps. Do you think the press fit and how tight everything is and how everything's connected in an AK, how it isn't free floated? Do you think that affects the heat and the accuracy as you get to a higher round count compared to an AR-15, which mm. or am I just retarded? Maybe. I, I don't know. I think I think one thing is you're not free floated. I think that's the most important difference between the AR and the AK. Um, as long as we're talking about like modern ARs, because yeah. normal M16s with front sight posts aren't free floated. But oh, shit, complete horrible design. You yeah. just don't have fucked it. So there's also like there, there's also like you can get kind of free floated on an AK too. Like the new SureShot rails, where like you don't have a lower handguard retainer you don't have like all this shit on the front like you the gas tube is more or less floated so that like you know it you're not having a bunch of shit tethered straight to the barrel like that's about as close as you'll get on an ak and frankly 
you can get better accuracy out of that with a good caliber, a good barrel and good ammo than I am a shooter. So yeah, I think uh, people take the accuracy of an AK and they make it a lot bigger deal than it needs to be. So we, we look at these cartridges, the three most common that you've seen in AK, the last one I might get yelled at for you have seven, six, two, 39, you have five, four, five, and then you do have modern ones in five, five, six. Effective right. range of these intermediate cartridges, if you really want to push it, it's like 600. Yeah. What's like, yeah. what's the, what's the common accuracy for, for an AK? Like I mean, I've, 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 I've seen them get under one MOA, but realistically, if you're just shooting like Tula, which is what you should be shooting, you know, shit like that, you're at like, I mean, you're at like maybe two, three MOA, which it's like, oh, right, cringe, so- three MOA. It's like, Bitch, I've seen you punch paper at 25 yards. You're not getting the most out of one yeah. MOA. Fuck you. Yeah, so, so we break that out, and it's like two to three MOA is, fuck, 600 yards, that's uh, that's 12 to 18 inches. That's hit someone's center mass. Interesting. Yeah, that's about the size of these human shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, that person's a dead motherfucker still. Does this accuracy really matter that much? And at that range, intermediate cartridges start really falling off, so does it really matter? At that range, you're really talking about from a fucking bench, which is not a combat yeah. weapon, you know? No. Yeah, I mean, if you just can hit remember. a target at 600 yards with an iron sight AK, send me a DM, please. I want to see this shit. I have done that. It's on my Insta. I, well, not 600. I did uh, 11 for 11 rounds. No, it was 11 for 11 at the end of a day off of a bench at 500. Oh, that's it's fucking good. impressive. You give me a couple hundred tries. I feel like I can get that. Well, no, no, no. The point is, at the end of the day, like, all warmed up and everything, like the rifle can do it. It's, it was a question of whether I could do it because I'm kind of a yeah. terrible shooter. So by the end of the day, I figured out like my actual uh, holds and everything because iron sights, it's very hard to get that perfectly zeroed at the 500. Um, the rifle can repeatedly hit that. It's like the, most AKs, if they're well built and the lugs have a semblance of good contact, can be two MOA rifles. Right, and so you weren't are... you running a, a SERP trigger? Uh, no, I, I was running a Texas. Okay. Texas trigger. I, yeah. Trigger is basically dog shit, but it's what I'm used to. So, so the uh, like, I, I, I've noticed like uh, the ALGs too. Like the ALG is like lightening up the trigger quite a bit. It helps a lot if you're going for like long range accuracy kind of shit because most AK triggers are pretty dog shit, and the ones that claim to be really good, like the three hundred dollar triggers, in my eyes are not fucking worth it, and they don't do half of what they claim to do. Tapco G two Master Race, I heard that shit. Tapco G two's polished <laughs> up are not bad, man. They're really good. I was about to ask you talking about polishing. So what is it that you have to do to ALGs? I heard they beat the shit out of something in an AK. It depends if you have like a massive. So on the the trigger guard is held on traditionally by five rivets. You have four in the front, which also hold in your mag catch, right? And then you have one in the rear that's hidden by the pistol grip. Now that is mushed against the inside of the stamped receiver, right where the disconnector sits. So the disconnector, when it's being pushed down on, uh, the tail of the disconnector is smacking that rivet if you've got a big fucking rivet. So a lot of the arsenal guns that have like a just a chode fucking rear uh, trigger guard rivet. They're having problems with breakage because the ALG wasn't designed for that sort of clearance. So as long as you don't have a thick ass fucking uh, rear trigger guard rivet, you shouldn't have an issue. I know some people have like the ALGs have had kind of like a wonky uh, 
you know, I guess testing phase as far as like their gen ones and shit like that. But I've really enjoyed mine. I've probably got in my 74, I've got like probably 10,000 rounds on it. Alrighty. Quick. One last quick question at type one. Can I, I watched the video, but I'm going to be honest. I was pissed drunk. Is that Larry Vickers type one? Or can you not say? Oh no, I can say uh, that was out of his collection, but it was bought. It was not bought from him. I was bought by a, a buddy of mine who like liquidates a lot of different stuff like that. And yeah, it was it was not one of the spooky guns. It was uh, it was a semi-auto build by Two Rivers. So yeah, but that was it's a very fucking nice. I I was drooling over it when I first got it. The Type when, uh, One. I I described the Type One as like your great great grandfather. You might have heard like stories about him. And, you know, you're, you're familiar with its offspring, but you're, you're not actually intimately familiar with your great, great grandfather. So, uh, I do not rule on my great, great grandfather for the record. <laughs> that needed to be said because <laughs> fuck the rumors jump like that, crazy on the internet. That, that is where, uh, the analogy, uh, it becomes imperfect. Yeah. Roto. So, I mean, that's like. We can talk of it. So the Type One AKs, I think, are super interesting because this is the time in Russia where the propaganda from America was the Russians, it's communism, therefore everything they make is shit, which couldn't be farther from the truth. Uh, most people don't know it. Back in the day, we were the CIA was stealing technical data from the Russians on how to make jets and work with titanium and other super alloys because the Russians were doing it ten times better than us. Um. The SR-71 originally never was going to never leave the ground, and the U-2 wasn't because we couldn't fucking touch titanium, but the Russians were doing it great. Um, so the Type 1 AK and like the, the early Russian AKs interest me because of that, because the Russians, when they wanted to, they could make some really, really fucking good shit. Yeah, it was very clear. The Russians were like the kings of min-maxing. So you could really tell what they gave a fuck about and what they did not give a fuck about. Where do you think the AK was in that? Like, oh, was they, this up with the fucking MIGs where it was perfect? So or, or I, was like, for as, as little competition as you have in communism, this is actually birthed from competition. So this is like of all the gun designers in Russia at the time, people are like, oh, well, uh, fucking Schmeiser was just like, Schmeiser designed the AK because Russia needed a new battle rifle. It's like, no, you fucking retard. Like, that's not how this happened. Because this was like 12 different gun designers coming together and each submitting their own design and then pitting them against each other. It's like, if anything, Schmeiser would have been given to one of the known names like Degterev or something at the time. But it's like, no, this was an independent design that was brought forth in a military competition. And uh, like, it just it was basically 12 decent designs for a new infantry rifle the best one won, and then they refined it from there to make it as good as they could be. So if you're talking about like the Type 1 and the Type 2, uh, I would say very good. They gave many fucks about that because they were thinking at any point the Americans were going to come through uh, fucking East Germany and start kicking ass. So they're like, we need to pump out as many fucking infantry rifles as possible and the best ones we can. Yeah. Because <clears throat> this was Russia right after they had the fucking Krauts knocking on Berlin or on... Uh... Moscow's door or whatever. They, the, this was post-World War II Russia, where they had some very vivid memories of almost getting their shit kicked in. Well, they came very close. If it wasn't for those Russian winters, uh, they would be speaking German. Yeah. What do you think a German AK would look like? We already know. We see well, East yeah, well, Germans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> the MPI. Oh, fuck, this is right. Those are cool. They are pretty neat. Especially like the, um, they actually went with a, like, almost like a Draco copy looking thing that was done better and was really cool. Those things plus, go for a lot of money. Plus, I'd also say like the SIG, the SIG 556 is pretty much like peak Germanic fucking engineering uh, on an AK. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I could I could totally see that. It's just there's so much rails, so much turn. extra shit, you know, like so yeah, much. It's just like, just, really, really. Did you have to do, do that? Five twenty one before five twenty one. Fucking weather yeah, stripping on the charging handle slot is is that really necessary, or is that just being fucking German again? <laughs> <laughs> they really do like the small things on there, like that, all that shit. Uh, hello, it is it is it is I to a ship. We can start the fight. All right, where's the New Jersey guy? We brought our New York guy in. You oh, should. What's up? Yeah, I'm Gabagool. What's up? I, I, I am, I am Gabagool. cannolis. My pizza is better than yours. As much as I hate to miss this shit, as much as I hate to miss this shit, I have to, I have to bounce, guys. I've been sitting in a parking lot like a fucking tool for like 20 minutes now. Yeah, well, I was, right. they think you just shot up that good shit. I don't know. I was, love you, mean it. I was, Hi, Brandon. I was gonna go chain smoke. So, but like, if you want me on for a few minutes, I'll I'll chill for a little bit. <laughs> this is such a fucking yes, professional pretty- podcast. I mean, they had us here. on. It can't be that professional. That's so, like, what I was thinking. Hold on. Hey, we're pros. We agree, like, so, like, didn't we agree we wouldn't be wasted? Because I'm fucking wasted right now. defeated than wasted. Yeah, no, I'm fucking wasted. I had like three Bud Lights. Yeah, <laughs> you. It was actually like. Eight rolling rocks, so it was four. You. So fuck you. Eight rolling rocks, so fuck you. I forgot he's a rolling rock guy. Yeah, I am. That's <laughs> like three PBRs. Yeah. You're gonna go beat your wife after Thank you. I gotta bounce, guys. It was a pleasure talking with you. Stay sexy. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Good to see you, Brandon. Hi, Brandon. I didn't get a chance to say nothing to him. We tried to get you in Other than you were drinking Rolling Rocks? (laughs) (laughs) That's the one thing this man knows about you is you're a Rolling Rock aficionado. (laughs) (laughs) Better to have not shown up at all. (laughs) He's going to go select memes for the next gun meme review and see this 2A shit post of guys like, oh, the faggot that likes fucking Rolling Rocks. (laughs) 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 Ethan, you're going to have to bleep that. I'm so sorry. If Rolling Rock makes me gay, I mean, yes, Queen. I fucking love this beer. It's a good beer. Go fuck yourself. I like it. <laughs> yes, it's a good beer. Fuck you. It's a good oh, water man. alternative. What are you talking about? Son? I was saying, Dude, when I, I, was, say, I can't say shit because I like Bush Light. But Bush yeah. Light is like sex on a boat. It's fucking near water. I, I, That's it's the nectar like, of the gods. Listen, listen, watch your, watch your tone. That ain't water. That's yeah. wholesome. When you 556 is like a huge bush store. Yes. When you go to the liquor store and you say, look, I need a 24-pack. When I go to the liquor store, I'm buying liquor because I'm a grown-ass man. Can we, talk about, can we talk about that 30 rack? Let me finish my question. When you go to the liquor store and you say, look, I need to buy like a decent beer that will get me fucked up that I won't puke up in like eight, you know, eight. What do you buy? What PBR Jack Daniels PBR Jack Daniels that's not a real answer but okay so PBR <laughs> shit posting do you still drink four locos 
I never drank for. I'm not. Too, I mean, I'm too I fucking young to remember the good ones. Listen, dude, <laughs> I have for loco gold this weekend or uh, last weekend. That was a good time. I have shotgun for loco. I do not recommend shotgunning for locos. Hey, I shotgun three in a row for twenty five bucks. Holy shit, dude! That was a hard earned twenty five dollars. I, I tried to shotgun a Miller Light once in my life. Yeah, I regretted it. Fucking fully. Drinking water. Brandon's been gone for fucking. Might as well just gotten pissed on. No, this is good. This is what they expect. Okay, we lost. The yeah. adult supervision is gone. We can start. It's completely gone. Now we're yeah. just going fucking nuts. So, I, uh, you want to make an original four loco? You can make it this way. Or this is a more fun than four you buy loco. Cocaine of like a five. Hour Shut the fuck up! I'm talking. Together. Shut the fuck up! I'm talking. I'll Based. beat your ass with a fucking French loaf of bread. Okay. <laughs> All right. So anyway, as I was saying, I'm talking here. Can I like smoke a cigarette? Hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. Smoke a cigarette. No, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay on, but I'm just gonna be outside. Someone got to go buy those cigarettes for you. No. (laughs) 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 Fuck you. So to make enjoy that twenty percent tax. (laughs) To make a fucking to make a fun uh, for loco. You go to a gas station, or you take go to a truck stop, and you get this stuff called Redline. It's a super strong energy drink. You take one of those, and you go 50-50 that, and Everclear. And then to make it fun, you take Damn. a banned substance. It's called DMAA. It's, it was banned in 2013. It used to be in pre-workouts. It's an amphetamine derivative. Take that, add that to it, mix it up, and it's like four locos, but four adults. Okay, so you, you fucking lost me at Everclear? <laughs> oh, you're a pussy, dude. You, you, yeah, you um, know what? I want to live past 35. Sorry, I'm a pussy. I, you're right. Why? You're right. I'm a bitch. Dick stop working. Dude, drink dick stop 85 like a fucking man. Get it over with. <laughs> I can pour, uh, pour vodka into a fucking white claw, and that's how that's how you get real close dude, to fucking God. Some, I don't Do you guys actually like vodka? Claw, could could I pay you guys for an AK and whatever USD amount of Stoli that would be? <laughs> <laughs> However much the AK find the find the USDA the USD amount of fucking Stoli or Tito's if you're a white bitch. I that's a brand dog question. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a brand dog question. I am a my, white bitch. My preferred type of vodka it's uh it's this Polish thing. It has like a, a strand of bison grass in it. Fucking uh, oh my god, Ziga, no 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 Ziga from fucking Polinar showed me this shit at shot, and we were taking shots out of it on the fucking floor at shot. It's the called Zabroska uh, or some shit like that. It is fucking <laughs> amazing. Yeah, that's it. It's fucking amazing. It is Buffalo my God. So you, know, you actually like a bunch, enjoy vodka a bunch shots because pre- you're like a different breed then. Because I, I can't. Dude, it's fucking great. No. And you know what's good? Because fucking Jigga showed me it. I'm going to start sure drinking that whole Alcoholism is all they have over there. Yeah. That Dude, the funny thing short. about the, the funny thing about the Buffalo Piss Vodka is it was actually mentioned in Chris Kyle's book. Really? Yeah, so like for a couple of years there, all the three percenters sheepdog would have been a steam guy. Anyway, the fucking sheepdog three percenter would have been would have been a team guy, dudes, for drinking this fucking buffalo piss grass vodka. Dude, it's fucking great. Is it, is it good? I'll tell you, it's pretty good, dude. The poles know how to make some fucking. They really liquor? do. Yeah, it's like it oh, literally yeah. has that fucking great. It kind of has like a minty taste almost to it. It's kind of weird. Oh hell yeah. 
You can make like a classy white girl drink. Put a little yeah, bit. dude, like you that can, and like, fucking like apple juice or some it. shit. It's like, it's oh, actually just, really fucking good. You could just like take it, put a couple ice cubes in it, throw a mint leaf in it and act like you're not drinking straight liquor. No, that like drink like a third of a fucking white claw and then just fill up the rest with fucking vodka. And like, that's like as yeah, close yeah. as you can get to like literally kissing God before you die. <laughs> Isn't that what uh, illustration Nathan drinks on the on on the Seaburn art is White Claw and vodka or something? Where the fuck am I saying yeah. that? Where the fuck am I saying? All right, fuck it up. So we can open up a new pack. Fuck so, it. Fuck it. With AKs, what is it? What, so you guys have had an opportunity to touch like and build a lot of really really cool shit. Is there an AK clone that you haven't built yet that it's like at the top of your fucking list yeah, where you're just waiting for the chance? We got a lot of cool stuff that's in the works, honestly. Um, you know, like uh, both uh, Ryan and I both have Grozas along with uh, Zach, who's the head builder. Uh, and Brandon uh, also has one of those Grozas. Um, it's a reproduction Groza kit. It's, it's a reproduction Groza, yeah. I think that they, the guy made like 35 of them, though, in the United States. So it's, it's still pretty fucking cool. I would um, like to go on record as uh, I do not share the opinions of these people and bullpup AKs are gay. It's not about being bullpup. It's about being a flex gun. All right. It's literally just cool. Um, yeah. Cool guns are cool. I got a fucking, I'm into 74s. So I got an AK 12 in the pipeline. Um, that oh, should be fuck yeah. Or, uh, Was that yeah. because of video games? Or because um, of like I, I don't know. I just I, I'm always kind of I've always been kind of into oh. like modern military rifles. Um, so I got yeah. the opportunity to buy one of those kits, and um, I just kind of jumped on it. Got the correct barrel. Um, I got a Sega Trunnion too to uh, to complete it. Um, dope. So dope. that one that one's gonna be pretty cool. Pretty dope. Um, Is it a cool AK-12 or an AK? The uh, the what what was it, Josh? <sighs> You and I were talking about Slobin. the uh, the Slobin, Slobin. Yeah. yeah, the Slobin. No, it's not a Slobin. Ones. Yeah, it, it's not a Slobin. Slobin. It, okay, uh, so we'll put an asterisk next to AK-12. Yeah, it's the uh, you know Cope AK-12 that they kind of like <laughs> it's AK-12 at home. Yeah, they they showed off this <laughs> nice ass like AK-12 prototype, and everybody's like, "Yeah, cool!" And it had like the mag kicker and the bolt hold opener and everything. They're like, that's really cool, man. But we like this instead. And like, this was just like some fucking AK with a Picatinny rail on it. They use their own receivers and their bolts and everything. You so know, they gonna, didn't have to change anything and they just can adopt that shit and change like fucking 10 parts. And they, they so, uh, I really think that so you, the gas tubes on those are welded because for accuracy to try and free float the barrel more. Honestly, I I was looking at it the other day. I think that you might be right. Um, just based on like, there's not much binding or anything like that or anything there on. I, I, I think, I think there's even a, air gap. Yeah, there there uh, is. It's it's kind of interesting. I, I suppose it depends on how far you press the front side block in. But yeah, in in all the pictures, they're basically sitting flush, and so there's not like tension on it. But it's not like free floating. It's making contact oh. with um the gas block. Okay, but less pressure on it than is normally required to kind of and pull I think, the gas block in. I think, firstly, that people give the heat from firing a rifle, from like firing a rifle, and its effect on accuracy, a little bit too much fucking 
power than it actually has. Uh, people, so yeah, I'm not. First gay off, people here. I don't, I don't. I don't like AKs because I'm not fucking gay. I just kind of run like you know. Oh my god! Get him out of here! As I was saying, as I was saying, I'm recording here. I'm recording here. Fuck all you. So, people give like the free float thing and the heat a real like a much bigger. Oh no, they think it does more than it actually does. If you look at like basic shop for me is like shop lore or knowledge is one millionth of an inch for every degree of temperature. So you're not moving a whole lot when you <laughs> when you yeah, shoot. you're talking about like twenty millionths of dimensional change. Of course, that's kind of negating um the possibility of stresses caused by heat treatment. Um, yeah. starting to expand in those green boundaries, <laughs> causing warpage of, of the barrel, which I think that's where you get into the issue with pencil profile barrels and they start to heat string. Um, but overall, um, I mean, heat, you can see the effect of heat, but it's, it's a whole lot less, of, especially with AKs because AKs have a relatively heavy profile barrel, I would say. Yeah. And I'll, most AK barrels are heat treat before rifling and turning final profile, right? Uh, or is it done after? I think they're cold hammer forged. Okay. Yeah, most military barrels are cold hammer forged from land. All right, cool. So um, I think... Sorry, yeah. I'm just going to say I'm a little out of my depth here, but I think it depends on the gun and like the barrel thickness as well because like I know guns like the M16A1 and like thin barrel ARs in general and like the SVD... Like whenever the barrels get hot, they they get, it, they just do get more inaccurate. I just think it depends on the gun more than. More yeah, than the anything. S the SVD definitely had that problem because it was, for one, it was a relatively pencil profile, but it was seven six two by fifty four R, which is a very old round. Like it was one of the first smokeless powder cartridges. Uh, yeah, this is very designed, old and so it, it's it's very. <laughs> It needs a lot of barrel to actually get up to the velocities it can get to. So that barrel was long as shit and not super heavy profile. Or you yeah, look at the muzzle in the gaunt barrel, yeah. how long that is. My nine yeah, thirty is twenty eight inches. You leave my musket <laughs> out of Way this conversation. Brag. Muskets are fun. Yeah, I mean, or you talk about like the PSL, which is like fucking notorious for heat stringing for like a, a plethora of fucking reasons. Yeah, I don't think any of them are as bad as a G36, where they're like, fuck it, we could just give this support with oh, polymer. Boy. That's because the G36 <laughs> is a stinky trash gun that shouldn't you, exist. Oh, you mean no. cartel gun? Yeah, nah, I did mean oh, cartel yeah. gun. That too. <laughs> <laughs> I did, in fact, mean cartel gun. <laughs> Have you guys ever worried? So the shop got moved to Texas. Has yes. that been a concern at all that, yo, some of these motherfuckers might hop the border eventually? Or, nah, fuck it. Our guns? Like the ones that we saw? Yeah. I mean, at the moment, the volume is like low enough. Uh, it's really not a concern. And if yeah. and we're concern, selling uh, online, you know, just don't sell the ETF a... and you're probably fine. And we're, we sell online, so I mean... They're going um, everywhere. They're going everywhere. They're going all over the country. It's not. We I mean, don't have any like storefront or anything, so no one's buying stuff locally. Please don't show up to the shop, you fucking pricks! All right, don't do it. Zach will shoot you. 
You will literally get shot. You're going to have to. Before you can say your name, you're going to get a whole mag of M67 like right into your dick. I swear to God. Yeah, Zach seems like the kind of guy where he's got one gun to shoot him initially, and then he's got one set off to the side that he keeps polished just to execute the person. Hammer fair the pelvis. (laughs) Oh, they make those. They make pelvis targets, and I think it's absolutely fantastic. It's training people to shoot people in the dick. Well, it's because that was because of the body armor originally, but everyone just kept making the joke, haha, shoot him in the dick. It's the dick target. (laughs) It's like the fucking scene from Robocop. He shoots the fucking dick off. I made that meme where it's like the only body armor you need is the fucking dick flap and uh, one of the bulletproof face shields. Protect the important shit. Everything else, fuck it, dude. Modern medicine's good enough. You ain't gonna die. Yeah, what's a sucking chest wound, really? Uh, you know? <laughs> between friends, some like duct that. tape on it. Bro, I got <laughs> tampons for that shit. <laughs> Do they sell ass plates? Oh. Yeah, I do they enough Romanian deadlifts where I kind of want to protect my ass now. I was going to say, there's one person in particular in here that could. <laughs> yeah. So you guys have. I mean, what is the most. You, so the shop, from what I've heard, tends to have long running arguments. Um, oh, boy. Oh, boy. What's the. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get into this. So what's like you, the long. Like, what's the longest. A, uh, we need to stop sending WAP screenshots of our chat. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking, no, keep it up because I laugh my ass off. You got you to gotta clarify here. Like, do you want like an engineering argument or do you want like a yes. pure stupidity fucking argument? There's a bi-weekly so piece the, argument, the women, so we can go over that. The, the women one it could be one of my favorites. That, that, that that's probably the longest running one. Are, uh, are yeah. we going to cover have that guys, today? It's, it's have literally guys, three oh, years yeah. running. Oh, yeah. Honestly, We're jumping in. Come to a have, yeah, you guys it, added, not? have you guys um, added the under-the-booby tattoo broads to that? I, I don't think I have. I don't, think so. oh, I don't know if we've updated that yet. Yeah. Well, we can explain it. It started right after Brass Valley. So this was late in 2019, maybe fucking september of 2019 it started uh with an observation that typically the girls that have fucking tapestries in their rooms um are typically fucking insane psychotic Um, yeah like not in a good way like you know there's fun insane and there's fucking right off the wall insane there's fun insane where you're like ha 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 the sex is great and then there's like holy shit you're literally related to jody arias yeah. Um, and then, you know, that, that got bro- that got broken up. And we, we all agreed that tapestry is fucking crazy. Right? Tapestry having hoes. Yeah. And then it, it like what really like started the argument is what leads up to that. And um, the two that were very divisive and controversial were um, chicks who have nip piercings and chicks who which have is belly button piercings. Yes, and which, which one is, is crazier? And Ooh. it seems to be a uh, you know a regional thing maybe <laughs> uh, where you know a lot of girls are in, like, the, uh, in the Jersey Shore will go down like you know prom weekend or whatever and get their belly button t- pierced or whatever. I, I am of the idea that belly button piercings are playful and they're not fucking crazy and it's it's you know it's cool it's fine. And all of yeah. these guys fucking disagree, and I don't. I can't wrap my mind around it. I, I think it's because you just like to look at dangly shit when you're fucking a fat chick. All right. 
<laughs> okay, I said it with bullet. <laughs> An engineering, student, like, <laughs> an engineering student, he's trying to figure out how much stress it can take before it pops Dude, out. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking the peak of this argument was a couple of weeks ago, and this is what we sent the WAP. Oh, no. uh, which was I was actually in, helped with this. I was in yeah. fucking I was in class that day and we were doing fucking stress strain graphs, and <laughs> I noticed that a bell curve isn't perfect in showing the crazy here where like you know i i put near piercings all the way up to the top at like top crazy and then once you go it over the bell curve the like that's just the ir- irritable like y- you can't return from that that's so, just crazy think, that's not think, even fun and uh yeah and uh the the new model for this graph is literally just a fucking stress strain curve where like the <laughs> the pressure max you know the stress max on the top is like nip piercings and everything past that like that's the failure point like where the tapestry is like just all yeah. the way over to the right and uh, it was it was perfect honestly i think that that's the that's the prime model of um of the the nip piercing belly button piercing tapestry have an o uh graph yeah it's just the stress strain curve for uh for carbon steel <laughs> just the stress strain curve. <laughs> it's fried as shit uh, oh, yo dude. eric can yeah, you I find that i'm already looking <laughs> it was one of the greatest things ever whereas like hey what do you think about this and i was like as a nipple piercing enthusiast I was like, oh yeah, this is right up my fucking alley. And yeah. uh, it was just fucking crazy. It, it was out of fucking nowhere, too. Yeah, there you go, Josh. There, I got the other one, too. That's a uh, I'm gonna say very scientific graph. Yeah. Um, and here's the other one. Like I said, dude, we're professionals, all right? We go hard in the Yeah, bank. no, dude, it, it's, uh, it really is, you know, that, that's oh, the other one that, the that bell sparked curve. it. Bell curve is. When this- you can't just, argue with a good bell curve. Yeah, but it just wasn't enough. So, because you, you have that, we like, need more refinement, more detail, and the wait, failure, the failure uh, point, the yeah, the failure point just really failure. Sums it up, but like, are you telling, yeah. are you telling me that there's a third graph that's coming? Or well, yeah, think, we're gonna, so, we're gonna change well, personally, that for personally, we've been discussing yeah, this for two years. Out. We need a secondary point in this where the run factor where it stops becoming acceptable to do a one night stand. Well, no, right. that, that's like after you t- after you pass the top of this thing. So, right, like yeah, you're looking at that fucking right, stress strain curve. Like the modulus yeah. of elasticity is just kind of like going up what's an acceptable piercing. And then like you hit belly button piercing. And after that, like the crazy starts like coming in, right? And it gets, yeah, so it's like, where would, a little bit where unpredictable. Would, where would you put under the booby tattoos? Um, I'd probably say right to the left of nip piercings. Because I, yeah. I think that like you – once you hit that like that that peak, it's it's just all over. We're oh. gonna have to post these when this episode drops. I mean, yeah, you're gonna have to find shit. something. Call that shit yeah. Crenshaw, because that's just a fucking red flag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Based. <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's the longest running argument in general. What about AK arguments? Um, like. Well, you're in the uh, shop since, and you'll just stop what you're doing to yell at the other person because they're very fucking wrong. Ryan is here and it's only Eric. Uh, 762 AKs are better than 545. Fuck you. I, I know that you're going to fucking gang up on me on this. I'm not. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just stating facts. The stupid well out of a short barrel. It's got a tapered case and it's fucking ultra reliable and proven, alright? So, so, 
if you're talking about making gamer AKs, making them in 7.62 and making them like shouties and suppressed is a good option because you can get fucking subs in 7.62 that <laughs> smack ass. All right, that's all I gotta say. That's it. Closing argument. My thing. So my thing is is the reliable ac is the accuracy of an AK is good for a man sized target out to 600. So I'd kind of want a round that could go uh 600 and still kill some shit. Oh, you're thinking yeah. that's that's the fucking 22 cal and not the not the 762 that's carrying a lot more ass yeah. at that range. Yeah. You smell bad. That's <laughs> dude i'll be honest i just like shooting a fucking i just like shooting five five uh or five, four, would, five the best fucking bruise your shoulder when you shoot seven six two and you cry Shut afterwards <laughs> um i should not started drinking real fast could you could you give a definition for gamer ak because a couple of um, but <laughs> if you would like to just give in in, in plain simple English, who came up with that? Josh was that, that, that me? Yeah, that it was, was me. It was a, kind of an idea that evolved out of the whole group, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it was the first person to like actually say it. But yeah, that's that's something we'd actually like kind of been working towards saying for a while, yeah. and everyone <laughs> uses it. Uh, uh, but uh, gamer AKs are. Um, AKs that are, you know, th this gun, yeah, min max to be like as as good as they possibly can be because really these rifles were originally developed as being the best rifle for a conscript army, and they've been pushed now into <laughs> a a, uh, a role with stuff like Zenico, Sure Shot rails, Pursts, um, crazy optics suppressors stuff that the ak was never really intended to have because that stuff wasn't around and and that military wouldn't have been using anything like that even if it was around um and so it's it's just stuff like that uh when you put it all together on an ak it makes it a gamer ak yeah, I you think said that you where were. it came from, honestly, um, was just like from like Escape from Tarkov and like those people who will like, you know, they, they'll like do best in slot of fucking everything. And they'll just like, uh, you know, they, they'll do like all fucking, um, what the fuck is it? I, I haven't played that fucking game in a while. They're just uh, gaming. No, yeah, no, they're just, they're, they're just gaming. gaming. You know, it's like the fucking people in COD who like do like max mobility or some <laughs> shit like that. Like you're just basically picking i like you know uh attachments and sights and grips and flashlights and everything that just have the best uh you know kind of like attributes and attributes yeah that <laughs> will like uh you know benefit to what you're going for so so a, ga so a gamer ak is an ak that's pushed to its absolute limits by upgrading the parts yeah that's it's fair. usually sure shot rail uh Dope stock like the Zenico or like oh the, that the ACR York, by the way the ACR stock that someone set in our in our group the other day that one was crazy. Wait, that's a thing. Yeah, you mean you you sent that picture like seven times, Josh. Oh Josh, no, you someone sent it else. Today. No, someone else sent that a couple of days ago, and then I screenshot it and then spammed it multiple times in chat. Straight. For people, if you hear random laughter, it's because the Discord chat's off the shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't hear us talking, it means we're shit posting. 
<laughs> yeah, this podcast isn't for you. It's not for your enjoyment. It's for our enjoyment. <laughs> yeah, this Base is for us. You guys opinion. are just allowed uh-huh. to be here. So, um, so pretty much like a visual representation of an uh, of a gamer, AK is uh, what like admin results has right now, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's like a, yeah. a trash blaster gamer AK because he doesn't say, have the Gucciest of parts. But he's made a, a very gamer. One. He's made a very gamer AK. Mr. Defender gamer AK. Oh, that's fucking hot. Yeah, that's shit. that is yeah, gamer, that right? is that's peak gamer right there. Yeah. He's Who got he has the rail. That's that sure shot. Money. That's the sure shot Mark III Slim. It's not even that thing. Yet, is, oh, so right. here's a question. So that's a. So that's a monolithic rail on an AK. Yes, yeah, sort of. And then the, the dust, co- the dust cover, the dust cover is actually cut in half, and so right behind where the ejection port comes down, and the the rest of the dust cover takes over, it's actually split in half right there. So you can pull that back part off and disassemble the gun. Which retains well, so zero on your dot as well. And it'll retain zero on your dot. So you put yeah. your dot on the diving board part of it and then put your magnifier onto the dust cover so your magnifier and dust cover chunk comes off together and you can disassemble the gun. He also has a sure, uh, Surefire muzzle device, the really Gucci 24 mil adapter one that uh, I never see those. So, uh, yeah, that's a, that is peak gamer gun. Um, so here's a question. Is an AK-12 a gamer AK? No, AK-12 gay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Zlobin was peak gamer. The, Zlobin the AK-107 was, was and the, the SR-1, that's peak gamer AK. What's the, what, what's the fancy one? What's the fancy one that has like the active recoil thing? Yeah, that's the SR-1. Yeah. Is the Galil yeah. Ace a gamer AK? That's not one. Kind Galil of, is a consumer grade. The Galil isn't an AK based on who made it. Well, well, in that so case, either is the Valmet. Are the Romanian, like <laughs> Romanian, Bulgarian, anything else AKs also not AKs because the Russians didn't make them? Uh, yeah. I'm very AK is made by Russia. Hot take. <laughs> Refuses very to elaborate. Just <laughs> leaves. You, you just said Sorry. that to someone who has two identical Rami G dong guns. Yeah, that's not the case. So Josh. we can talk about this. So which dong is which? Which dong is superior? The one that curves forward or the one that curves backwards? Well, the, the one that curves backwards is fucking. You literally be, can't fucking reload. You only use those because you have to because you're running an underfolder. Yeah, he likes and the erect ones. Really hard. Yeah, you gotta have. I mean, every dong is gonna have gotta a curve, have, so you gotta choose a curve that you like, you know. Yeah. Or you can dong just not run a dong. So if I, dog expert, if I right. asked really politely, could you guys make me an underfolder that would fit an erect dong? That's on the uh, that's a lot of fab work. Honestly, yeah, I don't a, know if you could I'm, too. I, I, I just shark fin it. Yeah, you'd have to shark fin it. I'm hearing I'm not worth enough. Which yeah, is, basically. Yeah, yeah basically. yeah, probably. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of work, bro. That's you know what it sounds like? <laughs> Excuses. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Excuse me, mister. I'm graduating from engineering school soon. How about you figure this shit out? CAD cam this shit. 
<laughs> yeah, Eric, you you're, do gonna, it. you're literally gonna end up with a fucking dong that's been moved like five inches back, and it's like literally at the back of the fucking handguard because that's the only way you've got that thing with the fucking <laughs> Or the alternative is you can't fold the fucking stock. Those, those, those are your choices. I think old underfolder AKs are the most superior tank robbery gun ever made. Yes. Yes, so seven, six, I can see it. Yeah. Yes, because it's seven six two thirty nine. Fucks close up, right? It's an underfolder, so you can like slip it underneath the coat jacket, and it's scary as shit because AKs are terrorist guns. It does very well. So you pull out of a so, short barrel. So you pull that out, and the fucking Karen behind the counter is going to shit her pants because she thinks Al Qaeda is in the building. There you go. I think it works. I was just going to say, uh, congratulations to Ping on killing a deer yesterday. Oh, congrats, dude. Uh, round of applause for Ping, please. Very proud, very proud. Thanks, guys. Those weren't my hands clapping. Oh, oh no. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that wasn't an actionable threat. Um, I know that the money isn't bank robbery. It's in uh, financial fraud, so I wouldn't do that. Actually, um, it's in government. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, we can talk about this why, when we're done recording. There's a reason why your <laughs> Discord chat spicy. Um, there's a reason why when you're using it uh, in Payday 2, it's scarier. Or whatever. I'm a gamer. Have you guys, what were, do you guys know what was used in the West Hollywood shootout? The AKs, what those were? Yeah, well, I don't know the AK specifically. I think that it was, it was like, um, time period wise, it was probably like a Norinko or something like that, right? Yeah, um, I, 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 I wouldn't have been surprised. Yeah, and then it, they were just running like fucking yeah. drums or some shit. 90% sure they never were Norinkos. Norinko with the titty. Hmm. Hot as shit. Block is hot, son. Yeah, but I think. That was really, I think that also added to the lore of the AK. Yep, they were, uh, they were Norenko type 56s. Because from, like, from a police standpoint, you see an AK the next day and all you hear and all you're thinking about is that time that those dudes in fucking Hollywood absolutely went off on LAPD. Those things, you know? Um, not like Fed posting, but it, it adds to the shit reputation of the AK already. Which I think is unfair. I think design-wise, it's a really well-done rifle. I think it, it they were limited by the technology they had at the time. It's press-fitting a lot of stuff and riveting everything. But I think overall, it's a great fucking design. That's the actually why I still- like... Why I like Boeing more than Airbus is because after October 10th, I think Boeing had a lot more intimidation factor. Oh, God. God. Oh, that's that's getting it. God. Oh, no way is that one keeping in there. Oh. <laughs> can, we just, can we just bleep the date he said? That way people still know what the joke was. Yeah, oh, my yeah, <laughs> random Wednesday in October, you know. Just right, everybody, everybody, shut up and just say like October tenth. October tenth. October tenth. Thank you. I'll put that in place, and it'll be very funny. <laughs> I love you, Ethan. <laughs> Another round of applause for our wonderful so, producer, Ethan. 
You're a good man. Those were not my hands. Was it against a 40-rounder PMAG? Oh. We don't need to talk about if that photo's me or not. Please. <laughs> we have guests. <laughs> we have guests. Um, anyway. Um, what? So, do you guys like Zenit stuff? Because I think it's fucking hot as shit. I think it can be cool. Um, I don't think that Zenit fucking a gun um, automatically makes a gamer. Um, I think that it, it, it makes it, you know, it, it, they're definitely pretty cool. And they fucking all the weight's going to help with the fucking recoil yeah. and shit like that. I don't think it's cool. I think it makes a heavy rifle heavier. Yeah, basically. Um, I mean, AKs aren't necessarily heavy rifles. Um, I don't think any rifle is heavy. That's why you go to the gym. Chad. Yeah. You've never yeah. shot a bookers. I'll tell you. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, <laughs> I had a fucking M1A EBR, and I'll tell you that 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 was a heavy fucking gun. Uh, you mean a mountain bitch? That is a That's mountain a heavy gun. bitch. We're not. So I I really didn't want to bring it up because I know you guys get raped with it, it daily. Gets. Do you have like a basic weight idea of what you kind of want the AK50 to be? We have like, no fucking that, idea. Whatever it comes out to be. Oh yeah, that's, that's why I like to hear. She is what she is. Boys, are still gonna buy it. Hey, yeah, I think that, <laughs> I think that there's like there's quite a bit of po- uh, possibility here that the thing's gonna end up being kind of like the PKM is in the fucking machine gun world, where it's just like it's very light for what it is. Um, but we're yeah. really far fucking away from that. So who mm-hmm. the fuck knows? Yeah, I mean, has that been a blessing and a curse? That idea. To be honest, I don't think anybody's really considered it other than, hey, this might be pretty cool. Like, when it comes to, like, the 50 and stuff like that, um, what I think a lot of people don't understand is that we're literally just testing to see if the fucking thing works. And if it doesn't work, then there's no point in designing aesthetics or how to mount an optic or stocks or anything like that because we're going to change everything so much that everything there isn't going to matter. So, so you guys are still in proof of concept phase. Yeah, we well, got a lot of like the last one was. Yeah, I think we got like a now. lot of shit for for that prototype because one, it looked like garbage, um, and you couldn't it's shoot dark. it from the shoulder. That and, was funny. Uh, people th- and people it, posting, posting <laughs> thinking that like the when it gets released, it's just the, it's gonna have to be like tripod fired or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're a fucking idiot. You were yeah, you know, the first off in the Bryn tripod was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was from a Bryn tripod because that's what Zach had on hand. And uh and then beyond that, like um we were really testing out cam groove geometry. That's the biggest thing. Really. Yeah, unlocking and stuff, just because that's like that's the part that's not really proven. Like all these other fifty caliber rifles are all like fucking short recoil. Like I think CEO, some of them even fucking long recoil. Like the Lynx is long recoil for some fucking yeah. reason. Um, so just the, idea, <laughs> just the idea of having a fucking long stroke, um, you know, a, a long stroke uh, gas operated fifty cal is just kind of like so out there that um, that's that's really what we're just trying to prove. Firstly, yep. and then after that, after we get that dialed in, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to mess around with, you know, stocks and uh, optic mounting and actually being able to pick it up and shoot it. Um, but, yeah, you know. All right. So that was that was the AK-50 portion of the episode for everyone that stuck around to hear it. Um, <laughs> that's all you wanted. You can an fuck hour, off now. An hour in, 54 minutes yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, I Wait, mean, yeah, that's, that's an hour in. 54? We're an hour and five. 
Okay. Oh, there you go. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Give people um, the wrong timestamp and make them listen to like 20 minutes of us talking about <laughs> uh, like nipple piercings. We do a little <laughs> information spreading. Ethan, can you uh, give us a um? Uh, let me record this real quick, and you can add this to the beginning. Um, the timestamp for the AK fifty discussion, if that's the only reason you're here, is it the twenty two minute mark? Um, <laughs> if you want to hear just that, go ahead and skip forward. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I didn't think that that was because Brandon was still here when that was around twenty two minutes. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna have to listen to forty minutes of nipples and tapestries. Yeah, you literally just gotta scan through it to find it. <laughs> no, I can't hear it. Yeah, you get listen ten minutes of you get faggot. You get ten minutes of the money maker and then three retards talking about nipple piercings and then. <laughs> it's literally like any other work environment. The boss leaves and it just goes. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be like that. Well, really what's cool, cool, like uh, that uh, that group chat that we're in is like our kind of like that's the only group chat that we have. So half of the time, like we have like really productive engineering discussions where we're talking yeah. about like really into it stuff, and the other half we're we're just like laughing at something stupid, like Nipple, a freaking Nipple like a shroom on a skateboard with fucking Avril Lavigne in the background. Like, yeah. <laughs> so a uh, quick question just from me. What are you guys using for your uh, CAD and your CAM? SolidWorks uh, for CAD and for CAM. Like we have been getting most stuff sent out because we don't have CNC stuff. And having somebody make it for us is just usually way cheaper than us trying to make it ourselves. Although now we actually are set up with a mill and a lathe. So Zach is is a lot more agony in his future. Because before we really just had a lathe. and yeah, not a lot of square parts you can make on a lathe. Uh, too much. SolidWorks definitely seems to be standard for the gun industry. Um, you go different yeah. industries, different CADs are used. Like uh, I personally have since 2011, I've been working on Inventor, so I have 10 years of fucking Inventor um, experience. But like for most CAD programs, it, they translate fairly well um, between you know each one. You just kind of have to know where the buttons are. you wanted to say something? Uh, yes, I've got a question about AK durability uh, as it pertains to the Midwestern region of the United States. Um, <laughs> how much ranch can you stuff into an AK before it fails to fire? I think that question. Brandon did a will at AK with fucking ranch. I was going to say, I've definitely seen yeah. it. Are we talking, Wait, did are he, we talking, did he are we talking the powder? Are we I talking think he, he might have ranched Stormy. Liquid. Holy shit, wait. Way back, way back in the day. It's time oh. to ranch it up. Yeah, remember when we ranched it up with fucking Ryan and we made God. a ranch? Oh my God, people. do you have that video? I do, oh, I do have that video. That. I need to see if I, I can find a, it. I got a good question. Oh my God. Uh, would it run longer with ranch or blue cheese in it? Uh, Ooh, definitely ranch. Blue cheese, blue cheese has that, that chunkiness in it. That's yeah, gonna, gonna fuck shit up more mean, than ranch. You mean mold? Blue cheese is delicious, by the way. It's okay to only waste ranch. Wasting blue cheese is like actually it's it's haram. Like you can't do that. Yeah. Amen. You will get I reject, off, I reject my Midwest ranch roots and I go with blue cheese on this one. So talking about complex. Blue cheese is superior to ranch. Would you guys get would you guys carry a Tokarev? I would. Would you? Uh, well, Brandon carried a fucking Mac for years. Um, yeah. A Tokarev though is just kind of kind of chonky. Yeah, I, and they don't have safeties. I, don't I would carry the Tokarev that Kyber Custom 
uh, or Kyber Pass Customs did, where it's an all or nothing uh, little machine gun. Oh, so you're like you're thinking like you want like a forty round stick mag on there, and it's all like hand engraved, and it's probably like butter soft steel, so it's going to explode. Yeah. <laughs> After the forty round stick mag, you actually just need to build like just build. I want to take the guy with me. Yeah, so the I mean, that's, that's here, totally fair. The my thinking is carrying a hammer. Do a New York reload, and you fucking pull out Dude. another one. <laughs> Kyber, that's amazing. Kyber pass guns are actually incredible. Like what they can pull off with fairly simple hand tools is amazing. Although yeah, I really wish that they would uh, learn about heat, treat. heat treating and steels and Martin Siddick steel fucking sights. Like uh, I've seen uh, pictures of AKs with rear sights where like everything is totally like cloned except that there's no rear sight notch because they have no concept of sights. I said Martin Siddick <laughs> steel and I hear WAP just moan quietly in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck dude. Oh. Taking me back to my fucking tool and die days. Mm-hmm. You gonna cry? Maybe shit? Maybe come? Probably. Probably. Oh, fuck. It's a. Turns it still is a little bit of a bitch to work with. Yeah, I got another AK related question. Yeah, throw it to me. Uh, considering Sentry's reputation, could <clears throat> they make like a fucking just the best rifle in the world and would people even bother trying it or would they just be like no it's trash it's sensory and they would just sit on the shelves let's put it this way i i know that the mp5s they just imported are the same as the zeniths but i will spend two grand more for an sp5k than i will for (laughs) one of those because it doesn't have sentry on the receiver (laughs) i think that the thing is um that a lot of people kind of ignore um, and this is me talking from like, I, I think I have what, like four years of experience behind a fucking gun counter just talking to the general public about shit like this. Um, the general public is fucking retarded. Uh, yeah. And you can show them all of the proof that you have and all of the proof that there is. And you can show them literally sentry arms, guns blowing up and, and undeniable evidence that the, this company, this company is just absolute dog shit, like literally just dog water. And they still won't care. So at the bottom line, they can release whatever the fuck they want. They'll still make money off of it because it's cheap. They don't care in Norfolk because half of them become river rats. Yeah, no, they literally just become river rats. When I was at fucking shot, I walked up to – well, this was this was kind of bad. Felt kind of bad for the guy. Uh, when I was at shot, I walked up to the tourist rep, and um, I told him that my city loves his guns. And – Half of them end up as fucking river rocks, and he he really just didn't like like he wanted to be there, man. Which uh, which which one of you at Shot Show started taking up the uh, the sig? Oh, that was me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we uh, we call it eggnog, um, just because it started as calling it espionage, and then um, espionage evolved into eggnog. Um, but when we were there, um, we just like to. Uh, see what we can do um so one of us took apart a laugo alien um that was pretty cool um then immediately it promptly was got that taken away from them um and the rep was like oh okay here let me show you how to put that thing back together yeah i can't we were talking about kyber pass real quick and before i forget i wanted to throw this in not going to go into too much about my work but i'm in aero defense right now and we've definitely had meetings and briefings talking about 
Kyber Pass and that region, they do have access to CNC machines and they have a lot higher manufacturing capability right now than certain YouTube videos from certain channels will make you believe. Um, Surprise. They, they, I mean, they do, well, uh, with, they have uh, magazines and stuff that are coming out of there that are, they're very they, nice quality. The, the when I'm sorry, Wop, you go. When they want to make something right, or the customer has a lot of cash or a lot of guys with guns behind them, they tend to uh they tend to do really good fucking work when they want to. So um, just you that, can look at the Glock clones that come out of Kyber Pass and like see that. Yeah. Uh, so Miles Vinning has talked about this a little bit as well. Um there are like two parts to Kyber Pass. There's like Dara Bazaar, like Kyber Pass, where they're making shit like with hand tools. And there's Peshawar, which is the big city right next to it. And Peshawar is where they have CNCs and it's actually like industry. Um, and they're not like they're Kyber Pass, like interchangeably, but it's two very different um, like systems as far as yeah, for people manufacturer that, goes. Yeah. Uh, Michitoyu, uh, who makes a lot of really good measuring equipment. Uh, uh, find a metric fuck ton of money because certain CMM machines and calipers and other measuring instruments were ending up in the hands of people that the U.S. government did not want them to have in the Afghanistan and Pakistan region. Ooh. Holy shit, the U.S. was right trying to regulate who can have precision measuring tools. Oh yeah. my <laughs> fucking god. Yeah. People don't realize that, that there's that shit ending up in the wrong hands will uh, be a bad yeah, time. Come, they that don't, feeling they don't when like, micrometers become national interests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These these mics are now fucking ITAR regulated. You better watch your shit, kid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Zach isn't legally allowed to leave the states then because that man is just a fucking icron. Yeah, it's literally like an um, ITAR uh, ITAR violation for fucking oh shit. So Zach is that's like one of the hardest things to pick up. But Zach can do that where he's like, look at something. He's like, oh, it's three, four thou. Or yeah. Like, Legitimately. So this gunsmith that we worked with a lot and making the B2, like the ugliest shit tube 50, um, he can definitely do that. And Zach is a fucking wizard and everything AK. Uh, y- like, yeah. <laughs> the the shit that Zach has in his head, like, it's not, and like Zach and Chris have in their head, like, not allowed to leave the country. It's ITAR regulated. Um, they're more ITAR regulated than M6 GPMVGs that are in Afghanistan right now. <laughs> you were talking Dude, about could uh, you picture oh, could you picture oh, that you're some oh. fucking tribal you're some tribal farmer you're like you still think that like the earth falls off once you leave afghanistan <laughs> you pick up a pair of fucking panos and you're like holy shit dude like how many blind afghanis do you think there are now because we ditched a bunch of pecs over there um <laughs> hopefully I guarantee, I guarantee they've already burned out some uh, they've got him. Possibly on purpose. Probably. Honestly. Um, <laughs> look at this light. You, you, you talked about the Kyber Pass um, manufacturing capabilities and stuff like that. I'm actually on AK Files right now looking because last night, I don't know, uh, I know that the Brass Valley guys know, um, but there's quite a few magazines that come out of uh, Kyber Pass that are like injection molded magazines, kind of like clones of the oh, plug fuck. mags and uh, like lock mags and key mags and stuff like that that look very, very close to, um, you know, like actual authentic ones. 
an injection molding tooling could be the biggest yeah. bitch to machine. And, so if they so could pull it, that off. It's very yeah, interesting. Me. Um, I'm trying to find I'm trying to find the pictures right now, but I saw one um, last night, and they were they were clones of uh, Bakelite mags, and the um, the latches themselves were brass and steel. Um, but I mean, like it's it's very uh, it's very impressive what they're uh, what they're capable of. Yeah, yeah. People think it's just a bunch of tribal farmers with. The mud hut with a file, and it's like it mm. partially is, but you know, there's some yeah, really, <laughs> there's, there's some really yeah. talented guys over there as well. Yeah, like sure, there's there's still that, but there's also a little subsect of it that they do some pretty impressive shit. Um, speaking of shops and manufacturing, how hard has it been to get a decent shop? Because I know that talking with Zach and there were some fucking issues. There's some parts coming uh, from the shops uh, on the AK-50. Um, the most one. Yeah, a lot of them can't hit numbers. I'll talk to. Or just like, don't care. It just based on my own experiences, like prototyping my shit, um, along with all the AK-50 stuff. Like, I'm convinced that a good shop that actually delivers on time and also hits fucking numbers literally does not exist. <laughs> um, like literally, I, I had I had a uh, a guy make a fucking receiver for uh, for a gun that I uh, that I scratch built, and he literally not only delivered. I think it was eight weeks late. Um, oh fuck me! Yeah, but on top of that, like he was over two times over what the tolerance was on like literally parts like like locking lugs and like shit like that, like things that we specifically wanted to be like either broached or EDM'd or whatever. Like he just drilled the corners on and like blatantly cut corners and delivered this shit like eight weeks late. And it was to the point where like, it it was just easier literally to file it into fit because all of it was so undersized um, than to return it and literally have this. He probably would have just ghosted us and, and just bailed at that point. So I can we t- so they posted a picture of the Kyber. Yeah, I think that shops are a dime a dozen. And if you can find one that delivers on time with good parts, rarity. chances yeah, chances are that that shop isn't taking work right now. On top of that, it's probably not going to do it consistently. On top on top no. of that, it's probably like three times more than you want to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Test, yeah. Um, I don't think people realize people are the people are bitching at you guys for how long it's taking on a side project, and I don't think they realize just how fucking expensive a good shop charges an hour. Like, and, and that the fact that there are, if you look on machinist pages, there are tons of people saying like, Oh, I'm making like $4 more an hour doing DoorDash, And I don't have to worry about like every single thing I do is going to fuck up a $5,000 part. And so yeah. a lot of machinists are really unpa- uh, underpaid right now. Uh, the whole machining industry is under a lot of stress right now, so not a lot of yeah, uh, not a lot is going in, and not a lot is coming out right now. There's kind yeah. of a stalemate there, and the the, the key uh, is yeah. workforce. Do we just want getting, to getting as a machinist? I can speak into that. To get the money you deserve, you need to bitch and moan because no one is paying you worth the shit in the door, walking mm-hmm. in the door. Like I haven't had a job in the past five years where I accepted the number they were offering me at the, at the get go. And 
it's just the way it is. It's an underpaid field unless you fight for the money that is in it. Especially for parts- especially for the risk that you incur as being a machinist, like not just like a CNC operator that just pushes buttons, but like as a programmer, you could be working on a one of one part. And if your program is perfect from the get go, you're you're fucked. I mean, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna fuck up a lot of shit. You're gonna fuck up a a block that's had, you know, hours and hours and hours of machine time and man time in it. Um, and uh, <laughs> that's fireable because there that block's worth more than about half your year. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna uh, say, uh, Ping posted it in the chat. The uh, Kyber Glock clone. Should um, we talk about how it? Go on. It, it is that could get sent to a shop in America. Yeah, like an FFL literally no, that, wouldn't even notice the difference. Look at the one I just <laughs> I posted with the clear it frame. Even I the font is that fucking looks really that fucking, good. Yeah, dude. A fucking Kyber past that first one had better front serrations than the stock Glock. Yeah. I the, think that, the logo better, is in the right place. They're making a better Glock than Glock is. On top of that 19 Gen 5, I don't think that typically uh Gen 5 is on the is written on the uh the Gen 5s in subscript. Um Is it? I can't I remember. I don't think so. I I I saw Hold the on, let me grab mine. Aren't uh, aren't it there? Is. I'm some... looking at one right now. It is. Aren't, aren't it the, is. Uh... Oh, okay. So yeah, look at that. No, but I mean, it, it's a uh, you know, it's a very convincing. Um, yeah, I'm looking at all the other ones right now. So it's like a uh, Rolex from fucking or something. Oh Jesus Christ! That's like a a perfect clone of the G19 FS with the front serrations. The logo's in the right place. The font's all correct. Yeah, Jesus, uh, Gen Five is a little bit smaller on that one, but yeah, no, it it, it is very, very fucking close. Um, and the tooling to that you know required to make an injection mold like that, um, oh, fuck, especially an injection mold that has like the <laughs> uh, the steel inserts for all the rails and stuff like that. That that's pretty serious. You know, there's there's quite a bit it's of uh, work serious. that goes into that. And that's not like a ghetto polymer eighty either that we're looking. Oh, that's at. that's a. Uh, Full injection yeah. <laughs> molded, you know, frame that they went, uh, they went all out on. Yeah, no, that would, uh, that would definitely, uh, fool anyone at like a gun show. Uh, Jesus I say God, that, I good. say that not because gun show loophole or anything like that. It's just a lot of people started there. Yeah, there are a lot of fucking idiots. <laughs> uh, they'll take, uh, they'll take a Yugo Mauser and carve a uh, friendship window to it. And sell it as a uh, Nazi gun. Oh my god! <laughs> this was Hitler's canoe. <laughs> is there is there an AK fad that you that you hate? That you wish would go away? Custom carved wood. It's so fucking annoying. Can I? People that make like they're like custom carved. Like no hate. Like on like the people that are making it because no, like they're making hate. a living. But people that uh like enjoy like these atrocious like custom wood uh stuff like on their AKs where it's like it has a thumb hole on their like lower handguard. Just, like, oh. Stop. There's yeah, no reason about, for this. Uh, that is a dong dong. It's so unnecessary. The fucking uh dong oh, graders. Cheese graders. That is fucking abhorrent. Well, uh, you usually find you know, them like on the same dong with a cheese grater. 
No, so, it's just it's just fucking stupid. I don't the, I don't understand. Josh the, is going to go into it. The typical Reddit AK is a wasser with a surplus dong that's been chopped into a shark fin, and then they run a cheese yeah. grater. The issue is that honestly, the chopped dong it works really well. It works a lot like the BCM short grip that's cut on like ARs. Super common thing. It it feels really good, but it's been picked up by like reddit ak users and the the cheese grater handguard is terrible it does nothing to protect you it burns the shit out of your hand constantly it literally makes just it run a, worse just run a wood handguard and but like that's like the copy paste wasser chop dong cheese grater that you see on reddit Fucking every I literally just day. pulled this off of Reddit right now. How about fucking Palmetto? Oh my god, look at that folding mechanism. Palmetto uh, was fucking selling them as oh my god, that's fucking that's awful. How uh, about Palmetto uh, was selling like them as fucking burn full rifles? Like literally, oh my god, look how bad that cheese grater is too. <laughs> how about, it looks uh, like a child whittled it. <laughs> <laughs> how about uh how about the uh m4 stocks or ar stocks on uh ak's oh i think that buffer tubes on anything other than an ar Dude, is kind of stupid but... I, I posted like that exact thing a couple of days ago it's like ar ar buffer tubes on an ars and then versus ar buffer tubes on anything else or shit yo i think i commented on that <laughs> i might i might have I'll go fact check that. I at least sent it to our group. <laughs> yeah, I remember honestly, that, I might, said, that might be where I fucking. I sent it to our group. I know that. I'm still looking for this freaking picture of those uh, those mags from the Kyber Pass. I do like that you took a picture of my cat with pit vipers. <laughs> yeah, I, I just told you to those. send it to me. <laughs> All right, so it took me like fucking five minutes to find that, but just look at that gun and tell me that deserves to exist. Oh. Uh, uh. You look yeah. at that and tell yeah. me there's a god. That? You look that's at that and tell me there's a fucking god, dude. That's, a, <laughs> that's so awesome. That's a, I want one. That's a late-term <laughs> abortion that. right there. <laughs> that, they, they forgot <laughs> to abort it. They <laughs> straight <laughs> crunched that baby up and pulled it right out. Dude, that's not even like <laughs> that's not even existing AK furniture. That's oh my god, you put a waffle on it. Yeah, dude, that's literally a two by four that somebody fucking cut a triangle out of, and, and literally, literally, it looks like somebody took a chisel to the front of it and fucking chiseled like triangles because they're not even consistent. And he had the audacity to put a waffle in this gun like it deserved it. Oh shit, that is a waffle, <laughs> man! Jesus Fuck. Christ, man! Jesus Christ! My buddy has a uh, ten round mag and a- in his <laughs> Sam Seven, and he <laughs> those are the only two AK mags. If you guys had to, we, we could give a little bit of decent advice in this episode. If you had to buy a factory AK right now, what would you get? Uh, Sam, Sam 7 5. or Sam 5? Sam yeah, 5 one of the Sams, uh, we were actually talking about this the other day. I think the Sams are probably the best consistent um, quality out of a factory AK. The Kalashnikov USA ones are very promising. Um except they just haven't put out that many yet for us to know consistently if they're good or bad. If I had so, to bet on a horse in the U.S. In the, AK market, it um, would definitely USA, be USA. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be um, Kusa. Yeah. What about, so, uh, what about Zastava? They're, uh, 
they're they're basically just dremeling out. Um, uh, no, they literally are dremeling out. Um, they just dremel out. Um, those rifles are like imported because uh, we have a whole lot of fucking stupid import laws. Okay, uh, because I own one, that's why I'm asking. Yeah, they yeah, literally. They just quote unquote, oh, thank you. That's actually uh, whoever just posted that uh, M1. Yeah. Uh, if you look at, oh, we'll go back to the Zostava thing in a second. Uh, if you look at the Discord, you see that uh, that counterfeit bake or whatever that M1 posted. Like, it looks very, very close to uh, to a legit bake, but it just has brass inserts and stuff like that. I mean, I it's still better than Mapco having a plastic taps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyone that's panicking about fucking, oh, they're talking about shit in the Discord, if you go to the Instagram, the Clone and Correct podcast Instagram, day that this podcast releases we will post all these pictures so you have kind of something yeah, to go off of something to go off of yeah um those zastava guns though that we were talking about um we have a whole lot of stupid import laws um so like those rifles need to be imported with like single stack magazines and a whole it's lot really of shit. Stupid, and yeah. basically yeah basically when they get here um zastava usa just takes those rifles and they unfuck them literally um, um, but that's Century open. used to do. Yeah, they're dremeling open the magazine well from single stack mags to double stack mags. They're you know I think that they're I don't even know if they're running single stack bolts. Um, yeah, that was something. Can, I think you can get away with running a single stack. Uh, Ryan, you would probably know better than me. I think you can get away with running a single stack bolt, um, but it's just kind of like it, it's kind of cringe to do it. That was something yeah, at the beginning of the episode. I wanted to ask Brandon, but uh, we'll just talk about it now. Is that import laws uh, really hurt the AK in the U.S. market? Um, I think that for Russian shit, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, when the AK uh, when the AK ammo ban went through, I think it was what like twenty or thirty percent of the ammo that we imported last year. Um, Chinese as well. From yeah, Chinese as well. But uh, the ammo that was imported in 2020, uh, like 20 percent of it, 30 percent of it was from Russia, and it was that cheap steel case. So I think that that definitely hurt it. But how long do you think it's going to take? Oh, uh, that was it. Was was it a ban on Russian manufactured or it was was a ban ban on Russian Russian manufactured? Yes. So even if it's another fucking country, like getting Tula ammo, they still can't import it here. It's Russian ammo. It's the same as Chinese ammo. Um, so could you take so how long do you think it's going to these companies make enough money off of the u.s market or they'll move the tooling across the border i think that's hopeful supposedly psa already bought the tooling out of a factory and is going to gear up to do the ammo here you know what that's scary as fuck yeah i was gonna say that sounds like a really great way to blow up your fancy new shiny ak am i gonna need to pay 200 bucks for this <laughs> yeah, I think that eventually we'll see something. Well, speaking of PSA, who knows? Speaking of PSA, so PSA makes an AK with a FNH manufactured cold hammer forged barrel. Now, while it's a PSA AK, that barrel sounds really fucking good. Do you know if you can get those? Uh, those effort barrels? Would you? Yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Um, it's a PSA AK though, so for all the people that see that as an attractive option, it's still literally garbage. You're, there's literally yeah. nothing, and that's a, that's another thing. Like, it's not like you can buy a PSA AK and then rebuild it and make it a nice gun. It's those parts that they're using, those trunnions, those bolts, those bolt carriers. Everything is objectively garbage, and there's nothing that you can do to get around it. It it's basically just fucked from from the get go. 
Did you guys That's see coming from the, an engineer, uh, so that means he knows his shit. Did you guys see the response video from Arantha? Yeah, I, I actually did that um that response video that they did of them testing it at the range. Um so that's basically that yeah. video was a meme. I'm just gonna put that out there. That video is a fucking meme. They said yeah. they Oh yeah, hundred percent that video is a meme. Like here's the gonna... stuff that we found, but we're not gonna show you any of the testing data or anything. Yeah, and basically what they said, what they did admit was um they're like, okay, you know, we've noticed these have abnormal wear, and they're like, okay, great, do something about it, and they're like, so what we're gonna do is put a chamfer on the trunnion. No. I don't think people realize how lock and lug because fuck it. Like, yeah. oh. I don't. I think people understand how lazy of a fix that is. Yeah. It's literally like four lines of coding. You're literally the also most. like they they basically outrightly say um, that it's uncharacteristic wear of proper AKs, but it's characteristic wear of theirs. So what their argument uh, is, eventually with theirs, it wears in and it's just result of like a, 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 you know, a geometry that's missing a chamfer or something like that. Where in reality, that chamfer doesn't exist on Russian trunnions or Romanian trunnions or whatever, Chinese trunnion, whatever, any proper AK trunnion, that chamfer does not exist because it does not need to be there. Therefore, there is a problem somewhere else with, you know, their camming geometry or the relationship between, you know, where their bolt is sitting or whatever. Um, there's some other problem that everything's not, you know, sitting right um, and working as it should. And a putting a chamfer on where you have that bolt contact, right, um, and just reducing that area that you have bolt contact isn't a fix. It's a very cheap fix that you can do without, you know, sacrificing all the tooling that they just dropped five hundred thousand dollars, a million dollars on. Yeah, but my S seven like, uh, tool steel. Yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> fucking stupid. Uh, nerd out real quick, right here, if you don't mind. People, you see all these companies talking about they're using this steel or that steel or this steel doesn't fucking matter unless it's machined properly and heat treated properly and the chances of a shit company doing either of those correctly are absolutely They're fucking actually zero yeah well the it's reason like, why the reason why they're zero is just because they they're expensive and they take time and for most of these shit companies are shit because they don't want to take the time they don't want to take the money to make something that is <coughs> you know good uh, in in every sense um just because their average consumer, uh, like we were talking about before, is fucking retarded and isn't going to notice the difference between something that is solid and something that is is just good enough for them. I agree. And the just good enough thing is annoying as fuck because I don't think these people realize how close a gun is to a bomb. Yeah, it, it literally is. Yeah, it wrong. literally is a pressure vessel. Um, it is a pipe bomb. Yeah. Which is why you cannot put an 18650 in it. It'll make it explode instantly. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to wrap this Please. up in a second. Uh, the other day, another kind of uh, stupid engineering um, conversation. I was I was talking to Josh about um, running uh, running a flashlight and how on my rifle, on like specifically my AR-15, I use a B5 Sopmon stock, so I'm able to put the batteries in the stock. So I have a battery for my EOTech and the battery for my flashlight if either of those should go out. And I like that, being able to have those batteries on the gun. So I said that when I do my AK-12, I want to be able to store a battery somewhere on the gun. 
And uh, I also want to use a mod light. And mod lights use fairly powerful batteries. Um, so there was an argument that spewed off between, uh, you know, good old, good old our dog and Josh and, um, Josh, you want, you want to explain that buddy? I'm a bit of a battery fud, but still, I, I'm not going to put a battery in a non-waterproof case, uh, cause those things can, uh, do weird things. I'd like to not mess with, uh, energy dense objects, not being sealed up and just rattling around in a tube. And uh, you, could, well, you couldn't put it. You couldn't put it in a theorem case. And throw no, it in that's there? What, uh, I don't think a theorem case would work. That's what I said. You, you should just use a theorem case. But uh, like a battery cell or whatever. It's, yeah, it's the theorem cell vault. He said he was going to print one. Ryan, he said he was going to make one for it. Yeah, I, I was. I was toying around with the idea of getting like designing one that would replace the cleaning kit that goes into an AK-12 stock and putting in like you know O rings or whatever um, to make a watertight compartment to put this battery in. And Josh's concern, which is fairly, you know, valid, uh, is if this thing actually isn't watertight and water actually does get in there, if you put, mix water with some of these batteries, it, it might not be good. I might need to go check yeah, And that's really stock. close to your fucking face. Yeah. And, uh, and Ryan's concern, uh, well, lack of concern was more, um, that's fucking stupid and you, you never have to worry about that. Ever. And I agree with both of them to a degree. I just thought it was fucking funny because that argument went on for no shit, like three hours. I could literally, I could put an 18650 just in my mouth and just suck on it for a minute and it would be fine. And Josh is like, bro, if it gets any fucking condensation on it, it's going to explode and you're going to turn your face into hamburger. Okay, like, so if you bro, take out the battery bro, and the humidity bro, is over 90%. Water, bro, you're going to die, bro. Do you, uh, do you have a webcam that we can test that on? No. Yeah, bro, you drove a car today. Might as well stick an 18650 in your prison pocket. Just fuck it. Yeah, Josh, you're literally, you're putting an explosive next to your face every time you shoot a rifle. So why are you yeah. worried about a fucking okay, battery? One doesn't justify the other. Like, it, yeah, no, mm-hmm. one doesn't justify the other. I'm just saying, like, if you're managing it risk, does. that's not the place to Hold manage on. risk. Hold on, are are people defending Olight in here? What did I just walk into? Yeah, Jesus Christ! talking about mod light. Oh, yeah. oh no, 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 defending Ryan's I'm defending, defending the concept of a battery not fucking exploding because you look at it wrong. Is that just sticking O light in your mouth? My Olight has over 5,000 rounds right, per with no mouth. Ass, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I, I got... I didn't get banned or like blocked, but I got my comment deleted because it got like uh, 50-something lights on Tactical Rifle uh, post when he was doing that Olight sale. And I said, that's cool. Do I have to pay 200 bucks for each one of these destructive devices? <laughs> <laughs> During uh, during the mod light pistol drop, I uh, I got my comments deleted because I told them the issues I was having with my mod light pistol light. That was kind of like me and EOTech when they uh, when they did that blue line optic, yeah. and I <laughs> I commented I asked them how many dogs are going to be downrange of this thing, and uh, <laughs> they just they just they just started pinning like everyone else's comments, so mine wasn't on top. That got 346 likes, by the way. What the, what they didn't That's actually awesome. point out with the blue line stuff is they changed the reticle. They changed it so that the circle would perfectly encompass a German Shepherd at 100 yards. <laughs> I think they changed it to like a 58 MOA circle. Or wasn't something about 40 percent of them did. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, for, <laughs> around forty percent of them. Uh, I don't. I can't, I can't oh, think of a joke. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's a forty two percent chance that uh, joke's gonna hit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Okay, I would just like to say that uh, as far as the whole PSA thing, this uh, this milled receiver Yugo that I have here, that edge is still pretty much sharp on this receiver, and it's been well shot. Fuck. <laughs> on the subject of batteries and placement, who was it that said they just taped them bitches to the side of the rifle? Like they straight up tape them on there or like Cody fucking counting, son. <laughs> I, mean, Tony, I knew Tony, it was somebody big. Tony's qualified to have an opinion on it. You know? Time the fuck out. Tony posted literally three months ago that he fucking went to Afghanistan with a fucking Taurus. Did he? <laughs> Say it so. Oh my God. Yeah. Say it I'll so. share this with you. I'll share this with you no, guys. Bro, please, bro. <laughs> please, bro. Please, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Uh, fuck. So, yeah, guys, we're going to wrap this episode up. Thank you guys for coming. Wrap really it up. appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, wrap it up. Thanks for having us on. Uh, it was absolutely awesome. I hope we covered some shit that people were interested in. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the first episode of the Conan Correct Classroom. This one was on AKs. This is a series that we've been thinking long and hard about. We've got some shit in the pipeline, some subject matter experts on certain things that we're going to bring on. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Tune in next time. This has been the Cloning Correct Podcast with the Cloning Correct Classroom. Goodbye. Peace. Brandon's just grabbing milk, guys. <laughs> <laughs>